this present moment, consciousness is already here now. It is shining through every experience. It is shining through this experience. And it is also shining through the mysteries of the mind. It is shining through the mind as well. And the mind is as a filter for this clear light of consciousness. The mind adds a lot of extras onto this clarity of consciousness. It adds its own colors. It's add, it adds its own uh, feelings, tones, and also limitations. So the mind is, we may say, as a debris, as layers of cloud, and thus it is called the veil or the maya or illusion. Because when the clear light of consciousness shines through the mind, this light becomes um, bent and also um, distorted and reflected through the layers of the mind. So the same way as um, we look um, into the water on a, on a sunny day, uh, we may see the sun in the water, but the real sun is not in the water. It is up in the sky. So the mind basically is like a projection in the water where consciousness is as a concept, as an idea, uh, usually, um, you know, defined as God or as, or as um, universal field or, or any, any sort of understanding of what it is supposed to be. So, through the mind, we experience consciousness of what it is supposed to be. And how do we get to the real thing, to the actual consciousness? To get to the actual consciousness, it is to recognize that it is not within the thoughts, it is not within the understandings, it is not within in concepts or in speculations of what it might be and what it might not be. We need to put these things at rest and to recognize that the pure light of consciousness is actually immediately here and now. 
It is not in the realm of thoughts. It is not in the realm of understandings, speculations and concepts. It is not even faith or hope that many attend to. It is actually much closer than faith and hope. We also need to put our feelings aside for a moment, such as these deepest feelings of faith and hope. So consciousness is not, not religious. Yeah, there is no dogma to it. There is no faith needed. There is no hope needed. There is, of course, no fear needed or, or judgment and anything else. All of these things are of the mind, actually. So the quickest and most direct way to meet consciousness, the, the pure light of consciousness, is to start to put things aside. To start to put feelings aside, to start to put all mental speculations aside, and to see what is left, what is here, and to inquire into experience itself. So any um, speculation, any arising thought is only visible in you because of the clear light itself. Any ideology, any philosophy, any belief, no matter how firm it might be, is only visible because of the clear and pure light itself. In other words, it is awareness, or in other words, it is that which shines and allows you to see your thoughts, speculations, and feelings such as faith or hope. So coming to that realization is essentially a game over. Is essentially game over for the mind. The mind has nothing to do anymore. The mind is recognized as being unnecessary in terms of seeing the truth. Yes, we are discussing about, we are inquiring to see the truth directly, to see consciousness directly. So recognizing that there is a clear light which enables you to see anything arising within you, anything present within you right now, anything present in your experience right now is a game over. 
for the mind. It is surely game over for the ego since there is nothing to argue about. And thus it is a sharp sword that cuts through the veils of the mind. It can either be this clear light of seeing as a sharp sword cutting through the mental illusions. So that is in its essence. And also commonly, it also serves as a sunlight shining onto the clouds. And this is more common experience for many that these clouds are thinning and thinning and thinning and they're becoming lighter, more transparent. The density of, of, of heaviness, the density of emotions, the density of mental layers is thinning. Um, through various practices, yogic meditative practices and healings. So you unwind one set of a cloud and then you, you become lighter in your base vibration. You start unwinding the other set of conditioning. So you're becoming more clear essentially you're becoming lighter and you're becoming more clear and the essence is to arrive at this ultimate lightness and clarity and this ultimate clarity of seeing in every single moment that all there is is the self all there is is this pure light itself this pure light itself is self illuminating just like the sun is self shining and only due to this self shining ability or process or function is that anything else becomes visible. So we may understand that right now and here, everyone without exception is seeing through this clarity of light or pure consciousness, awareness. And then we may recognize that there might be a density of clouds, certain 
heavier resonances or your accustomed resonance, resonating experience. If you have a strong mind, you might uh, find a need to rely on your understanding. Because that provides a certain uh, safety, a certain safety from the unknown. But upon closer investigation, you will recognize that um, even the unknown without fear is simply also a function of the mind also visible in the clear light of seeing. So therefore any residing place within you, any residing uh, comfort zone or safety area is actually keeping you away from liberation of this pure light of consciousness. It is only due to not knowing what is deeper beyond the safety zone or comfort zone is that one naturally we can say or automatically assumes that um, this is my preferred place to be and therefore if you are sitting in a cave and only during the brief moments you you put your head outside to see the sunlight uh, it still means that you are dwelling in the cave yes because liberation is putting your head outside in the sun and allowing it to consume any mental layer, any mental uh, position or place. We can also notice that people also assume a, a certain feeling safety zones and comfort zones, as well as certain, we can say, energetic um, safety zones and comfort zones. And the process of inquiry is exactly the same. If, you, if I find safety in this place, isn't it keeping me away from happiness, bliss, liberation? or any other uh, quality of, the, or of this pure consciousness itself. Essentially, it is about, um, we may say that the most um, closest qualities to the pure consciousness is lightness, clarity, bliss. Yeah, these, these are the, the very closest um, qualities of 
pure consciousness itself. Lightness, clarity, and bliss. It, it may also take various other forms, other qualities such as peace, love, happiness. They're they are more unique to your energy configuration. So we may start to understand that the primordial uh, knowledge is needed to direct yourself into pure consciousness itself. That is being the, this light enabling you to see anything, to see your thoughts even, to see your understandings even. Now, what is everything else? Everything else um, is actually energy and the mind itself is also energy. It is made of energy. The mind itself, um, the ego and the mind is, is, we may say, a certain veiled energy a certain distorted energy, a certain uh, limited interlocked energy in your own experience. But if you really look closer um, at any blockage or any limitation, any distortion, it is also made of energy. Yeah, if you really look close at any blockage, at any condition, any distortion, it is also made of energy. So energy in one form or energy in another form is still energy. It is made of the same thing. If you look even closer, you will recognize that even any blockage or any distortion is also seen in your own pure consciousness, in your own awareness. So are you really blocked? Are you really distorted? Does it really exist? Is it more as an assumption? And can you ever be not in awareness, not in consciousness itself? Can any experience, no matter how blocked or limited, can ever be not in consciousness, in awareness? The answer is no. It is always in consciousness, in awareness. So that is another game over for the victim mind.
that is another game over for justifications. So then you may recognize that there is a certain uh, pull, a certain uh, um, habit, a certain addiction to the mind, to the limitation, or a certain habitual familiarity, even to the things that you don't like such as pain or suffering there is a certain habitual familiarity to sadness there is a certain habitual familiarity to uh, being angry or judgmental there might be a certain habitual familiarity with any other lower feelings emotions or thought patterns And all they are is familiar patterns, familiar feelings, familiar things. And if you became familiar with those feelings, then there is a danger that you might get addicted to those feelings. There is a danger that you might forget the possibility of other kinds of feelings. So there is a, we can say, a, a certain pull. And in a yogic tradition, it's called tamasic pull, which is a, a crudifying pull, a crudifying force. And this crudifying force basically um, holds your attention as a, as a slave or as a hostage in the, in the worst case scenarios. Yeah, so, so, so that only happens because of accumulated habitual familiarities over, over a period of time. If, if one has been unconsciously, ignorantly, continuously supporting, uh, you know, these uh, judgments and sadness and so on, then one has developed a certain crudity um, to be familiar with these low state of feelings. And therefore one is held uh, captive by their own creation by their own creation or by their own, we can say circumstances, which is also a common thing. There is another um, force at play, uh, which is called rajas, or it simply means uh, the force of activity or action. And that's where most of uh, you are engaged in, in, in the activities or actions. 
And uh, simply put, the, that would be the activity of uh, thinking, the activity of understanding, the activity of feeling certain familiar feelings, or activity of activity, just constantly moving and doing things. Yeah, so that also creates certain familiarity to be engaged with activity and that creates a certain habit and that creates a certain captivity so being captured by activity by the rajastic force activity force and then there is the third force which is called sattvic which correlates to um, a state of being, a state of harmony, a state of balance. So that is a key difference between duality and non-duality. That in the dual consciousness, a person is captured in the activity of the playing yin and yang forces, opposite forces. And in the non-dual consciousness, a person is stabilized as a being. He or she prefers a state of being than activity, as well as prefers a state of harmony and balance. So that is more correlated to the non-dual consciousness or sattvic consciousness, where one is more anchored in the being itself. And that is much, much closer to the pure light of consciousness itself. The pure light of consciousness is actually even beyond the, the state of being, is even beyond the, the, the force of uh, sattvic force or the, the balancing force, harmonious force. For even a state of being is also experienced and seen in a consciousness itself. So there is a, a, a big amount of spiritual uh, community members who are in the state of being and then they like to just be. And, and uh, my message always is to not camp even on the beautiful peaceful being state is to allow even that state of being to burn in the brightness and lightness of consciousness itself so there are many ways and many paths that uniquely individually one takes 
of course, we can recognize that certain people are more active than the others in their personality. And that is not a problem. That's totally fine if one is generally more active uh, or another person is generally more, um, you know, um, peaceful or, or more, we can say, calm, maybe that's correct word. So it doesn't matter really. It is about the, 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 the clarity of your own self. You can still move your body and be in consciousness. You can just sit and be in consciousness. You can live a very busy life and still be in consciousness, in the clarity of your own self. So once you arrive at, 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 the, at the clarity of your own self and the clarity of consciousness, um, everything is fine naturally as you naturally are. Whether being more active or more calm, it's, it's all fine as, as it is because uh, people have different, let me say, personalities and, and uh, they're all perfect as they are. And everybody can be perfectly in consciousness with their unique uh, personalities as they are. But uh, we're speaking about the clarity, the clarity of your own self and uh, that the lightness yes is to come come out of these heavier um, energies mental emotional psychological energies yeah so so these mental emotional psychological energies is what uh, i call the density the density of we usually call it the density of the mind or simply density. Yeah, so a certain density, you need to come out of that density into a lighter state of being, into a lighter state of being. Yeah, so the goal is not to get frozen in a certain peaceful state or in a certain state of being to be frozen in, in time and space as some people do actually, and they believe that, that, that that's the consciousness itself. Um, and then that's not the case, it's being frozen in time and space, uh, or in some cases a bit deeper experience of being or void and, and, and so on. Um, but that's still an intermediary uh, step. The goal is, is to see clearly that all experience, whatever it is, is in the light of consciousness. And there's actually no distance either. It doesn't matter if, it, if it's a thought or if it's a, a door or window or wall in front of you. Everything is equally so in the light of your consciousness, in the light of your own awareness. Everything is equally so in the light in your awareness. This table, this chair, this wall, the windows, the plants, everything is equally so in your awareness. 
And that's where the final duality drops down, the duality of other or the duality of not me. The duality of otherness, of not myself. So only being in, a, in the mind, you would experience the duality, that this is me, this is the wall, and we're different. But being in the light of consciousness, you can clearly see that equally so, this body and this wall is in myself, in the consciousness itself. So let's recognize that everything here is equally in your awareness, is equally visible in your consciousness, in, in your own light. Everything is equally illuminated by your sight by your seeing. And therefore, everything in any state of consciousness, whether waking state of consciousness, where this world is visible, in the dream state of consciousness, where the undefined or, or more fluid dreams are visible, or in a meditative state of consciousness where altered perceptions are visible, everything is equally are, is visible in your self, in your consciousness, in your awareness. 